Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecamerraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. <laughs> so cute. All right, we are live. Welcome to Dice Camera Action. This is episode three of our Chris of Strahd adventure. With- Hey. Everything's going great. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got Holly playing Strix the Tiefling. We've got Jared playing Dieth. We've got Anna playing Evelyn and Nathan playing Paulton. Evelyn. Evelyn. <laughs> and, That's fine. You'll get it. Yeah. Never. I'll never get it. <laughs> I'm slow. Evelyn's okay with it. Yeah. So, previously, uh, the party was drawn through the mists into the land of Barovia, and they ended up in this small village where they befriended Ismark and his sister Irina, who has been the victim of a predatory creature of empire known as Strahd von Zarevich, a tyrant by all accounts, uh, who has enslaved the locals or driven them to near madness. Um, This is not a happy place. And the characters, after agreeing to uh, lead Arena safely away from this village to another location called Valakai, wound up taking her uh, father's remains, the remains of the Burgomaster, in a coffin to the local cemetery to have it buried. And for that, uh, the party tapped the local priest, Donovich. Unfortunately, he was a little out of his mind because his own son, had been turned into a vampire by Strahd and was locked in the church basement. The characters confronted Doru and (laughs) threw everything that they could think of at him. (laughs) Radiant energy, oil, silver daggers. We tried real hard. Arena even impaled him on her uh, family's ancestral sword and he still ran away flaming into the mist. The party, however, was able to bury the Burgomaster and discovered as they were doing so that the whole graveyard was surrounded by wolves. Indeed. This is where you guys get to enact your great plan to get us out of this. Go! (laughs) Yes, so um, the wolves are staring silently at you from behind the rusted old fence that surrounds the graveyard. They have not actually entered the graveyard proper. You just see their ghostly silhouettes dark against the gray mist. Okay, so there is some distance between us and them right now? Yeah, you would say that the nearest one is about 30 feet away. Okay. They're they're being very still. Got it. Still wolves. I don't think we'll be outrunning them. And we're all outside at this point with the wolves, right? That's correct. Yeah, you're about um, 60 feet. Actually, um, 
There's only one entrance to the church, and it's at the front. So you'd have to kind of run past, like right past the wolves in order to get back to a, a place that's indoors. But you're about uh, 30 feet from the walls of the church at this point. Great. Maybe they're just hungry. Does anyone have a snack? <laughs> hmm. I ate my last snack, sorry. We do have I mean, I can think of at least two snacks, but you guys aren't going to give them up. I mean, I have some rations, but I don't think that's exactly what these wolves are after. Ismark will say, these creatures are the eyes and ears of the devil. They will not take your food. They're the eyes and ears. Well, you tell that devil that he is not welcome here because this is a place of the light. All praise Lathander. <laughs> oh, no. And then I start giving like a sermon about like finding the light within you. I feel like Hush. they might disagree. Now's not the time. <laughs> I'm going to try and intimidate them again. I did it once. I did it once. I'm going to do it again. Are you going to use the same tactic to sort of step boldly forth and in a loud proclamation? In a loud proclamation, I'm going to say... Killed a million, a million cutters like you wolves, and we're gonna take you down just like we threatened to do before. Look at, look at Eve Lynch. Look at how scary she is. <laughs> hold up your, hold up your, your thing, Evelyn. <laughs> there you go. All right, uh, DF Paulton, are you guys doing anything while? Uh, oh Evelyn, my god. While Evelyn is talking about the light, <laughs> and, and Strix is. Uh, Bye, everyone. I'm, I'm goodbye. I'm uh, done now. Is channeling the powers of. Of hell. Oh, nice. Oh. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. The thunder, the thunder just echoed right when I held that up. I swear to God, <laughs> yes. something is cursed. And in fact, <laughs> and in fact you hear this the thunder cool. above your heads. <laughs> okay. They, also, haven't, they have not attacked yet. No. If they wanted to attack, they would have by now. They're just trying to study us, scout us, or maybe they're trying to parlay or something. Yes. Everybody make uh, perception checks. This, you know what? I'm just going to use a different dice already. This one is already... We've already had an argument. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Goodbye, dice. Oh, I mean, it feels like a waste, but it's got an effort. Oh! Hey. You see all the wolves roll their eyes. I didn't even know wolves could do that. <laughs> I got 10. Okay. I got, uh, 17? 14. 14. All right. Uh, the 17 and the 20 is enough uh, to see that after the thunder, there is a flash of lightning in the sky. It's very, very brief. But in that moment, Paulton and Dieth, you catch a glimpse of a humanoid shape standing. <laughs> What's happening? I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> a humanoid shape standing among the wolves. Cloaked. Look, there's a humanoid shape. It's that is for sure evil. It's not on fire? It's not on fire. Okay, likely not Doru. No, this figure looks uh, taller and more imperious than Doru. Okay. <laughs> but then after the lightning, you know, after the light's gone, you don't see him anymore. Mm-hmm. Deep within the mist up enough that... 
All right. Well, maybe these wolves just want to be our friends. Maybe we should just keep one as a pet. I'm I'm going to call out. You have our attention. <laughs> There's no need to hide anymore. If you wish to speak, let us speak. Yeah, emphasis on speak. <laughs> the wolves all start to howl. All right, we're speaking. Evelyn uh, joins in, like, singing. She's like, la! At the same tone as the wolf. All right, so uh, the wolves are now howling, and Evelyn is now singing with them. Wonderful. Great. This seems to cause the local priest a fair amount of distress, and he just kind of cowers behind a tombstone. Irina and Ismark stand very close to one another. Ismark is the only one of the two who's still armed, so he seems to be watching her protectively. Yeah. Um, I'll kind of like take a step back and within like a whisper range to Ismark. Um. (laughs) That's real thunder, folks. That is not a special effect. Uh, And just... I'll, I'll just speak to him so that hopefully just he can hear it, not whatever man is out often. Uh, I'll ask him. Uh, oh, I don't even know. <laughs> this, this likely hap- happens often. Do you have a recommended course of action? He says, try not to be afraid. They will prey on your fear. Okay. Okay, someone put a blanket or something on top of Strix's head for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) For a while. I don't like closed-in spaces. Right. Um, With that, I I will look upon the rest of the party and just, and I'll say, stay close. Stay together. Stay with me. Everybody huddles in a little bit around DF. And I'll slowly walk towards where I saw said figure. Oh. So we're not, are we encircled by the wolves or are they like between us and the church? So uh, to walk toward the figure, we have to walk through a line of wolves, correct? Yes. Yeah, so um, basically, yes. Uh, the, the, the graveyard is behind the church. So the back wall of the church forms sort of a natural barrier on one side of the graveyard, and then there's just sort of circular fencing around the whole rest of the graveyard, and there are wolves all around that circular fencing. Ah. We're trapped in such a way that we're not getting anywhere. If we try to fight, we're going to die. And they haven't attacked yet, which means he wants something. Let's find out what it is. So we need to talk to that guy out there, the shadowy figure. Well, don't worry, I can take care of that. And I use my flying boots to jump up high in the air as though I'm going to run toward, like, fly toward him. Okay. Evelyn's taking to the air. Irina turns to you, DF, and she's much closer to you now because you're all sort of huddled together, and she says, I know what he wants. He wants me. And uh, she says, "I I can try to lead them away. When I when I heard um, when I heard DF say no 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 I, I held up so I'm just kind of floating like paused in here, like, <laughs> okay. my so little 
boots like flapping. Evelyn? Yeah? At the moment, we can't do anything that can show any sign of aggression or hostility. Flying up, generally hostile. I like, I stop and I float down super, super carefully and quietly. And I'm like, totally fun. (laughs) We're all just friends. And then I like hug Strix. See, friends. (laughs) Arena, if you were to run away, you would give them exactly what what they want. You wouldn't make it. Paulton. How's that attitude? (laughs) Paulton, remind me again, what instruments do you have on you? I have my lute, bagpipes, and castanets. And, and I have a pan flute as a point of interest. And where is your lute now? Do you have it slung over your back when you're not strumming? Yes. All right. A raven lands on the tip of your lute. Hey, buddy. And just kind of <laughs> looks at you with a side eye. Aw. Oh, geez. Is this normal? I I I I I asked any of the locals. Is uh, is this someone else's? Ismark says, "It is a good omen." Oh. Okay. And you see, I like birds. Uh, as you're all as you all sort of look at this bird, um, it seems to be there's there's something about it that's a little bit weird. I i.e. it's not nearly as shy around humans as the birds as the crows that you know or have seen in your life. This one actually seems uh, not at all threatened um, by uh, Paulton or any of you. It seems a bit unusual in that regard. Uh, It also uh, seems to be taking its time to sort of stare at each of you in turn. Can I do a uh, arcana check to see if I recognize him as being polymorphed or something? Sure, go ahead. When the raven looks at me, I give it it's my most friendly smile. <laughs> uh, I got a 12. Didn't roll that high. Okay. Uh, you're not sensing anything about it that's particularly arcane or magical. Other than, its, right. be- other than its behavior, it seems like a normal bird. Okay. Um, uh, however, when you sort of peel your eyes away from it, the momentary distraction that it provides, and you look around the graveyard, you see that uh, most of the wolves are gone. You can see a few... Oh few of them kind of uh, withdrawing into the mist. Not quickly, they're just kind of sauntering off. I think we got company. Hope they don't like. got a good look. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely know who we are now. Thank you. I'm yes. so happy that they can recognize us in a large crowd of people to target us now. Yeah. And you yeah, can hear uh, more distant wolves howling, almost uh, like beckoning their buddies to to come away to leave right uh, well that solves that look at us getting out of every scrape see it just takes a, a you know a good heart and a winning smile absolutely <laughs> Lathander has provided us with a pathway to the light once again unless Lathander is a crow I don't think he had anything to do with this. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and agree with that. <laughs> well, what did happen then? Is the is the crow still there? Yeah. I'm just like, so are, are we um, really nervous? Very close proximity. Yeah. They didn't seem to like him. I'm concerned. Someone please help. <laughs> 
I'm going to reach my hand out to the crow and just be like, hey there, well, cute little scoot. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. Yeah, take that. There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, like, are you going to reach up to it to sort of grab it? <laughs> no, just kindly. Just kind of like put my hand out. Just oh, okay. like a nice gesture of like, hey, thanks, buddy. It will hop from the tip of Paulton's loot to your hand. <gasps> oh, I have a friend! Oh, I'm so jealous. Oh, my God! <laughs> And then it sort of leap, leaps from your hand onto your head. <gasps> Yay! You can nest there, Mr. Crow. It's it's kind of scruffy. You can, I got a stick. I grab a stick from my robe and give it to him. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't seem to show much interest in the stick, which is kind of telling. Oh, I get disappointed and put it back. <laughs> Save it for another bird. Yeah, but you do have a crow pushed on your head. Oh, cool. Hey, this is a this this is a crow that scares wolves away. I'm gonna see if I got any snacks for him, keep him around. I reach in yeah. and find one snack that is probably half eaten. Yeah, you can him. find you can certainly find something that he seems uh, 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 of a mind to eat. Perfect. I, I take out Juniper and like introduce her. I don't. I don't put her, don't put her up <laughs> no. to crow. I just like show her and like that's our new friend. And then I put. Her. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's see how he reacts. Oh, no. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, the crow flies away, uh, flies off of Strix's head, and takes purchase oh. on a tombstone. Oh. About ten, about 10 feet away. I'm going to follow him. I want to see tombstone. whose tombstone it is. Excellent. I'm scuffling along in my robe. Scuffle, scuffle, scuffle. Yep. I'm prancing along after you. Oh, interesting. Imagine I kind of walk like a Skeksis. It's <laughs> like, mm. The sad part is, I know there are people watching this show who don't know what the Skeksis don't is. Don't know what a Skeksis is. Aww. Probably because they weren't born. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you should Google that because they're yeah. super cute. All right. Uh, you see on the tombstone is a single name. Asher. 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 Asher or Asher. Asher. E S C H E R. Mr. Crow, was this was this your your friend, your owner? Kind of makes a squawking noise. <laughs> Not sure. It was. I'm so sorry, Mr. Crow. You can make a wisdom insight check to kind of get a read on whether or not it's actually trying to talk to you, or if it's just being a crow. Oh, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Though I don't think I will care. Oh, I got a twenty. Oh. <laughs> well, you're you're at either one end or the other tonight. Oh man. Yep. All right. Well, with your role, you can ascertain that there is something about this crow that is very un beast-like. Uh, it, it seems to, or there's, you get clues to suggest that it's highly intelligent. Um, you're not sure what its connection, if any, to this dead Escher is. It just uh, didn't seem to like being poked with small rodents. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just so you guys know, uh, this crow is not, not a normal, he's smart. He's smarter than a regular crow. That's fine. You can keep it. Yay! Good. Ismark, does the name Escher mean anything to you? Uh, Ismark can dimly recall that Escher uh, used to be... Uh, 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 he remembers an Escher, uh, somebody who came to the town many years ago. Um, uh, he doesn't remember from where, 
but he wasn't a, a native of the village proper, but he did, he was killed here, uh, and his death was marked as suspicious. Was this the wizard? This was before the wizard. Oh. Uh, but funny you should mention that. Uh, uh, when you bring the wizard up to uh, Ismark, he remembers seeing the wizard, but never introducing himself or being introduced to the wizard. Uh, the wizard seemed very keen on leading villagers to the castle mm. um, and uh, was very secretive and didn't divulge his identity, but he describes the wizard as uh, tall, dressed in black robes with silver trim. Ooh. And he had a, a thick mane of black hair and a silver-streaked beard. Interesting. Did he have a staff or anything? I'm going to ask he him. He did. He had a, he had both a staff and a book. And an what did the staff look like? Uh, it was black. Hmm. Uh, he also uh, recalls this wizard being um, uh, pretty self-important, <laughs> <laughs> as many wizards are. All right. Good. Good. Yeah. He doesn't regret not meeting the wizard because he doesn't think he and the wizard would see eye to eye on anything. He's there. And the wizard obviously did no service to the village by leading villagers off to get killed and turned into vampire spawn. Right. Can I take a moment and investigate this uh, tombstone of Escher? Yep. Just see if there's anything on the tombstone itself or around it that's peculiar. Sure. Make a uh, a perception check, or actually make a, a intelligence investigation check. Okay. Uh, six. Uh, with that roll, the only thing you ascertain is the the tombstone seems like many other tombstones here, uh, obviously fashioned all by probably the same hand. Uh, this tombstone is not the most remarkable or the most uh, impressive by far. Uh, it's just. And uh, you can see that the dirt around it has never quite settled right. It's almost as if uh, the grave was dug up at some point and the ground was never really set, reset properly. Like, people couldn't be bothered. Ooh. But with your role, with your role you can't ascertain anything else from that. Yeah. Um, so you said, like, the dirt seemed... Not set, like almost like recently disturbed. Uh, no, you wouldn't say it was disturbed, like within the past season or whatever duration of time. Uh, it, it's been months since okay. anybody really has set foot in this graveyard, <coughs> by the looks of it. Uh, where's Donovich? Where's Donovich hiding? Is he still hiding? Yeah, he's uh, sort of peeking his head up over the tombstone he hid behind, and he says, "My son is." My son is gone. My son is gone. Yeah, we've all got problems. <laughs> Fair. Fair. I let out a ha! <laughs> I try to comfort him. Yeah. <laughs> your, your son is not gone. He has just moved on toward the light of a new dawn. Oh, and no, he's definitely gone. We saw him run away and he was on fire. Watched it. Yeah, he's pretty rough, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's 100% gone. Evelyn. But like we talked about before, he was already moved on. That was just a, a husk of his earthly body, which we needed to destroy in order to do honor to his memory. <laughs> I don't know. He was on fire. 
as yes. much as uh, maybe maybe Donovich, you would be uh, safer to return to your church. Uh, the people need you, and we need to be leaving this place. Yeah, we need to find Gertruda. We need to find uh, we need to find sanctuary for the night. Is what we yeah. need to do. Like we did what we. We did what we were supposed to do when we came here. We yeah. not successfully, but we did. Hey, uh, Mr. Crow, what else? Is there anything else you want to show us in this area? Like, you can land on anything and we'll just follow you if you want to give us some insight into as to why you're super smart. All right. The crow uh, takes flight and Ooh. flies off to the south. Well, you don't know what direction it is. But flies off in a direction, basically flying to the right of the church. Um, t- sort of back toward town, but not into town. All right. That's a good idea where that bird's going. Well, let's follow him. I'm going to follow him. I think he's right. smart. Is Mark where Blackie is in that general direction? Um, if you ask Irina and Ismark where it might be flying, yeah. uh, they're not altogether sure. They do know that there is a road that leads out of town that heads to the southwest. And that seems to be the direction the bird is going. And also the road they would take to get to Velaki. Perfect. All right, All right. Let's go. With Strix blazing the trail. It seems to be our best option. Let's roll out. All right. The top down. Yep. Uh, you lose sight of the crow by the time you reach the road at the edge of town. Um, Irina and Ismark are both with you. The road is very muddy and it uh, continues across uh, flat, kind of more like grasslands uh, until you come to a, a, a bridge, an old stone bridge that spans a river. And this is right at the edge of the forest. Basically on the other side of the river is forest and the road seems to continue on through it. The bridge um, is... Uh, like I said, it's made of arching stone, and you can see it's covered with moss. Where'd the crow go? Oh, no. Oh, I have more snacks. <laughs> Come back for your snacks. I try to make a crow call. <laughs> That's not going to happen. That is the worst crow call I've ever heard. Well done. Nailed it. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, uh, no sign of the crow. Man. All right. Okay. We'll find them. Uh, you're able to cross Maybe. the bridge without incident, and like I said, the, the muddy trail leads into the woods. Uh, these are the same sorts of misty, dark, brooding woods that you came through um, the first time. And the river, and the river, the, the road seems to kind of wend among the trees, but you see in the mud clearly wagon trails, wagon tracks, and, and horse hooves, too. Just like one set or like multiple people have multiple, done Multiple, multiple okay. sets. Both directions? Uh, yep, although the freshest set of tracks are running in the direction you are going toward. Hmm. Well, it looks like some other people thought this was a great place to go. I could really use a long rest if you know what I mean. Same That's days. true, you got, you got a little um, uh, scratched up by the encounter with the vampire. Yeah, I've got some blood on my cloak. I'd really like to get that washed out real quick. You could probably stop by the river and do that before you okay. get too far into the woods. Take the cloak off, dunk it in the river, wring it out. Mm-hmm. Everyone waits. 
And then you realize... I like find, find a flower petal maybe, like rub it on there for a little nice smell. I don't know. Yeah. In fact, uh, once you get down uh, next to the bridge by the river, you see that contrary to the sort of bleak landscape and the oppressive nature of all of your surroundings, there are actually some wildflowers growing down to the <gasps> shore next to the bridge. Look, everyone, wildflowers! I haven't seen any of these since we came into this place. It's literally the only, like, color you've seen since coming into this. <laughs> is That's it kind of like weird. Is it little plant, or is it, like, a whole bunch of... There's a scattering of them along a shore. I pick one and say, Strix, I picked you flower! Awesome. Irina, rainbow that she is, say says uh, a little girl died there a few years ago. <laughs> I, Thanks. I, I take the flower and just stuff it in my hair and just like walk away super smug. What happened to the poor little girl? She died. <laughs> well, I heard that part. I know she's probably a vampire or a wolf or. Who even knows? Let's just can we let's follow those those tracks. Let's try that. Like Arena's like they found her drowned and bloated corpse near the and Ismark just cuts her off. Says, <laughs> we should get going. Night is falling. I I take one more flower and put it behind my ear, and then another flower, and I say a blessing to Lathander for the poor little girl, and then set it gently in the water and let it okay. flow down the river. All right. Well, All right. Now that we're cleaned up, we'll we'll get a good rest once we're at the next town. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, brown bloated corp. No one's can. Okay, let's like, carry on then. <laughs> yes. Another half mile later, and Evelyn, you uh, realize that maybe washing your cloak uh, wasn't the greatest thing because it's still damp. Everything is damp, and it's messy. <laughs> and also, it's like three times heavier because it's saturated. Um, but uh, but you see up ahead a crossroads. An old wooden gallows creaks in a chill wind that blows down from the high ground to the west. A frayed length of rope dances from its beam. The well-worn road splits here, and a signpost opposite the gallows points off in three directions. Barovia Village to the east, that's the way you came. Serre Pool to the northwest, and Ravenloft slash Valaki to the southwest. The northwest fork slants down and disappears into the trees, while the southwest fork clings to an upward slope Across from the gallows, a low wall, crumbling in places, partially encloses a small plot of graves, shrouded in fog. Uh, graves in here. Uh, Even graves we don't know are graves, like patches mm-hmm. of flowers. Yeah. We're going to be patches of flowers one day, guys. So I of, hope so. Of the two routes that you haven't... Uh, haven't explored yet. One leads down into the woods, and one leads to see leads up toward the mountains. Uh, it's all misty here. It's very, very quiet. Nobody's been hanged from these gallows for who knows how many years. Uh, the thing is pretty dilapidated, and you can count a total of eleven gravestones. Could you repeat the the town directions? Absolutely. That you uh, so the one that's pointing down. Uh, uh, to the northwest is has a sign called Tser Pool. T S E R Pool. Down to the yeah. leading okay. down into the woods uh, to the northwest. To the southwest is a sign that ha- it's actually two signs. One that says Ravenloft, and another that says Valaki. Okay. And that leads up into the mountains. 
All right. And then the the sign that we're that identifies where we are says Barovia, right? Yeah, the one the one that points back the way you came says uh, Barovia Village. Uh, everybody, make actually. What? Are, let me check your passive perception scores. Since uh, let's okay. see, uh, Evelyn's is eleven. Strix's is ten. Paulton's is eleven. And oh no, wait, no. Paulton's is much higher. Paulton's is seventeen. Whoa. Whoa. And Diaz is 16. Uh, Diaz and Paulton, you can both hear what sounds like music, but it's far away. Um, with your uh, keen ears, you're able to realize it's coming from the road leading down to Serpool. Is it happy music or? Happy music. Happy music. We heard we didn't. We saw the bird fly in the southwestern direction, though. Uh, yeah, that was uh, now uh, a little over a mile back. Yeah. Um, if the bird was leading you to the road, you've come now to a crossroads. You're not sure which direction it wanted you. Yeah, to that's. Shoot. Well. I've gotten myself lost more times than I can count. This, this, I am taking a step back from this. Yeah, but my conversation with Ismark from earlier, the kid that he was desired to go to Vallaki. Yeah, he, uh, uh, based on what he remembers, uh, Vallaki, it's a long winding trek through the mountains. The road is by no means straight. Uh, it goes, it switches back on itself many, many times. And, uh, you would where he pretty much says we'll never arrive there by nightfall. We will have to make camp somewhere. Oh. We could make camp up by the waterfall, or we could make camp down there where their music comes from. What do you know? Well, I sure like music. What can you tell us about Sir Pool? It's a quiet place. Uh, it's a small pool where river widens. Uh, quite uh, uh, quiet. That sounds nice. He says, uh, music might be Vistani. Mm. They are... Oh, no. They're gypsies. Oh, yeah, we met some of them. They were uh, Paulton's biggest fans. I say we go. Oh. <laughs> yeah, good feeling. Good feeling about that. Well, let's <laughs> think about this for a moment. because we have I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he thought about it, then I'm fine with it. Let's go. Yeah. Ismar clearly wants us to get to Velaki for reasons. Mostly so that at the end, we can get out of this hellhole. More importantly, we know that there are eyes upon us and something or someone is trying to find us. We go towards civilization like Pool, there are going to be many more eyes upon us. Or we can make our way towards Velaki. It'll probably take an extra night. But the downside of that is that we would need to sleep out in the wilderness and who knows from there. Last time we slept out in the wilderness, I distinctly remember a great fire lord coming out and moving us from one place to another. It was not fair. my favorite. It was super spoopy. That, that's fair, yeah. I would say spoopy. I don't want to well. sleep in the spoopy again. No. Okay. No, I, that, is, that is a no. No. Mm. So I'd prefer to find some place 
just sit down, share some stories, get a good night's rest, and uh, get ready to, to move on in the morning. Okay, that's fair. Let's make our way towards Sarah Pool then. All right. Ismark says maybe we can persuade them to give us some of their horses. That would be excellent. I love horses! Oh. <laughs> I can give that a shot. Here's my crow friend. Anything to hasten travel. Right. Okay. <laughs> Diaf. Uh, as you head uh, to the uh, head down to the northwest, you hear a creaking noise behind you. Like wood creaking? Yes. Like uh, how 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 far from our from the fork? Uh, not far at all. You're only about maybe fifteen feet past the fork when you hear it over your that would be your left shoulder. Okay, so looking back over in that direction, am I looking at the, the gallows, or? Yes. Where there was nothing before, now hangs a lifeless gray body. Does anyone else see that? You guys? You all sort of stop and kind of look the same way he looks, and you can all see a lifeless gray body hanging from the gallows. Oh, thank just, God. <laughs> where there was just a severed rope before. Oh, okay. I'm now, glad you can all see it. At first I thought something weird was happening. Now, I could have sworn that I didn't see that there before. I feel like oh. I remembered. It was not there. Well, nope. then, who would have, A, put a body there, or B, is that really a body? It looks pretty real. Mm. I want to walk I, up and check it out. I walk up with her and I poke it with my... Okay, eye. don't poke it. It's <laughs> evidence. Do not poke it. It could be alive. We don't even know. The breeze turns the hanged figure slowly so that it can fix its dead eyes upon you. Oh, whew, at least it's dead. It's Diaf. What? what? I scream. <laughs> oh. oh, this is, oh. Do you have a twin brother? No. Are you sure? It Positive. Just like There's it. something you're not telling us. No, but I am not okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't look so good. Me- I- you dead you. That one looks especially bad. All right, I'm going to do a rumble of thunder. Please don't actually happen. (laughs) It's actually really funny. Okay. Um, I get into a protective stance in front of Dia, and I'm looking around like very surreptitiously. All you hear is the creaking of Dia's body. I can I I'm going to do an arcana check. Can I see if it's an illusion or something? Uh, <laughs> or can sure. I tell? Make an arcana check. If I can, or if someone is doing this. Oh gosh, that was not very good. I got a five. <laughs> it looks and smells absolutely yeah. real. It All right, well. Like you've, you've seen a lot of corpses um, in your day. And, mm, uh, that's true. You think that uh, he has been dead over a day. All right. Um, I tell everyone that. Hey guys, uh, this this guy, this, this dead yeah. guy. I'm not going to say it's you. It's not him. I'm going to assume it's not him. He has been dead for over a day, though. Just so you know, I have a lot of experience dragging these guys around. We'll call him Dieth too. <laughs> that's not. That's not. That's not. No. This is. It's settled. Dieth too. <laughs> I would like to take a moment to thoroughly examine uh, dead me 
You sure about that? Well, just to see if there's any, um, I know myself pretty well. I would like to find a way to confirm that this is actually me, like say any kind of I'm starting birthmarks or moles or whatever. Right. You sort of like take off one of his shoes or whatever to see that, you know, that scar that you had across your foot when a blade slashed you. Yeah. um, As you were dodging out of the way of a trap. Things like that. And to also determine the actual cause of death. Absolutely. While he's doing that, hanging, you were dead by hanging. (laughs) While he's doing that, I'm secretly trying to actually study Diaz. Okay. Because I'm wondering if maybe Diath is not the real Diath, and that's dead Diath. Oh, God. Yeah, get a good look. <laughs> you can see a spot of bare flesh on one of its pale ankles, and you can see that there is a scar there that matches one that you earned a few adventures ago. Um, uh, when you sort of uh, poke and prod or check around, uh, the body just sort of melts away into nothingness and is gone. See, I'm still a real one. I drew, I drew Someone, and play my castanets as it happened. <laughs> castanets? Ting, 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 ting. <laughs> Alton's ready, dude. I did not expect that. <laughs> I think someone is trying to send us a message. Can I make a, like a religion check? Or, I don't know, some sort of, I want to know if I know anything about these kind of visions. Absolutely, you can make a religion check. <laughs> I know nothing about these kind of visions. <laughs> you, know it's not a, you know it's not a good omen. That much you've... Oh, nice. Mm. That's two ones today. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> lucky day. It was... I mean, if the thunder wasn't enough, let's be honest... Um, I'm ready to move on and get yeah. far away from whatever this place is. I agree. Okay, message received, universe. <laughs> Let's move. All right. I kind of like move my battle axe through the place where the body was a couple times just to make sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's nothing there. nothing there. Yeah, just this frayed rope. <clears throat> okay. I As again, again, I. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'd say that was creepy, but I just sure love when you make music, so I just feel a lot better now. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. I don't feel any better at all. No. No? Do you want me to do it again? No. No? Oh, okay. <laughs> I have bagpipes. I know a couple songs on those. I do like the bagpipes, actually. I'm more partial to those. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Then the Will creepy works. rattling bones castanets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The road gradually disappears and is replaced by a twisted, muddy path through the trees. Deep ruts in the earth are evidence of the comings and goings of wagons. The canopy of mist and branches suddenly gives way to black clouds boiling high above. There is a clearing here, next to a river that widens to form a small lake several hundred yards across. Five colorful, round tents, each about ten feet in diameter, are pitched outside a ring of four barrel-topped wagons. A much larger tent stands near the shore of the lake, its sagging form lit from within. Near this tent, eight unbridled horses drink from the river. The mournful strains of an accordion clash with the singing of several brightly clad figures around a bonfire. A footpath continues beyond this encampment, meandering north between the river and the forest's edge. The colorful figures 
you believe are the are the Vistani. Do we recognize any of them from the bar? No. Hmm. There are a total of 12 of them. Uh, there appear to be six women and six men that you can see. All right. It's also clear that many of them, if not all of them, are intoxicated to some degree. Um, they've obviously been <laughs> obviously been enjoying themselves. So they're th- so they're all intoxicated and singing songs and whatnot, guzzling wine and singing songs and. Um, cool. So I hop in, just hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, they do not seem surprised when you do that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, or even surprised to see you, they seem rather uh, jubilant that you would be so bold. Woo! Yeah! And they start to uh, play... uh, Well, one of them asks you, uh, what are you in the mood for? Oh, you know me. Well, you don't know me, but if you knew me, I would say anything. (laughs) Anything! Let's do this. Party. This is my this is my turf now. Let's do it. <laughs> Where'd the red cup come from? <laughs> here we go. No one got a red cup on This is where I shine. Excellent. Um, yeah, they all seem uh, inordinately friendly. And uh, Paulton seems to have no trouble um, insinuating himself among them. What do the other three of you do? I immediately join in as well. Excellent. Uh, various uh, Vistani men and women will dance with you around the fire. I try to imitate a lot of what Paulton's doing. <laughs> like, you know, when you're dancing with people and like someone will start doing something, and you're like, oh, that looks cool. And I'll like, I'll start doing basically whatever he's uh, doing. So I'm going to. People are doing it no matter what, it automatically looks way cooler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to the sidelines and not do that. Okay. <laughs> And uh, I guess trying to kind of like explore around the tents a little bit. Like I'm just trying to see if there's anyone who looks like they're not intoxicated and is maybe be in charge. Uh, you can hear a couple. Uh, uh, you can hear a heavy snoring coming from inside one of the wagons, not one of the tents. The mm. tents appear to be at least the ones that you've inspected so far. Uh, they don't have anybody in them. Uh, the exception being the large tent that's lit from within. You can see a figure moving around inside there. Not capering or dancing or do anything like that, but moving with some purpose. Right. I'm going to go towards that tent. Okay. That person's probably in charge and might be able to help us. It's I'll be going with Strix. That tent is only about 20, 30 feet away from the campfire, and none of the other Vistani are paying any attention to you whatsoever, Strix, as you make your way there. Diath, you're sort of haunting her steps. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, the wrong choice of words, but yes. I keep my hood up and everything so that they can't tell that I'm a little normally challenged. Right, yes. You see that the the opening of the tent, uh, the flaps on the opening are kind of bellow, billowing in the soft breeze that's coming down the river. It sort of gives the sense that the tent is beckoning you inside. Oh, well. I'm with you, it's cool. All right. Partying. And yes, and they will keep partying. I yell to you, if you allow the light in yourself to die, how can you preserve it in the world? <laughs> I'm just like, you don't see me. And go to the tent. <laughs> Magic flames cast a reddish glow over the interior of this tent, revealing a low table covered in black velvet cloth. Glints of light seem to flash from a crystal ball on the table as a hunched figure peers into its depths. As the crone speaks, her voice crackles like dry weeds. At last, you have arrived. Do I know you? Ma'am? And she says, 
You are Strix. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm yes, Madam uh, Ava. I'm definitely freaked out by this, and I kind of like stumble back. I'm like, come in, child, come uh, in. Okay. All right, I'll shuffle up to the table. Uh, I don't know if we're uh, friends. I mean, it's like maybe how like Evelyn and I are friends. Like maybe we're like acquaintance who just ended up together somehow on accident. (laughs) I yell, I love you. So I kind of like shuffle up to the table is looking around, obviously, to make sure that there's no traps and magic in the area. Make a perception check. I'm very, I'm very concerned. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. Uh, 14. Uh, you don't see any obvious traps or magical hazards. Uh, you can see that uh, Madame Ava uh, sort of takes her crystal ball, kind of takes off the side and just sort of drops it into something uh, and uh, lays some cards on the table. And she says, It's been a long time, child, since we have seen each other. I... I don't. I don't remember that. That's not saying that I, because I have a really bad memory, so it could have happened. Uh, but I don't. You were just a little baby. Oh, oh! How did you did you see me before? I mean, I I was in the hive, running around picking up bodies. I wasn't. Yes, but before that, you were here. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so, Burke. That was not. That was maybe a different tiefling. There's a lot of us, and we all look the same. Uh, she says. This is where you were born, child. We took you away from here when you were a little baby. Uh, the villagers, they did not like you. You were a bad woman. They would have killed you if we had not taken you. What? Why? Why city here? Of, the city this of, place? We, you were raised in the city of doors, yes? Yeah, that is, that is true. All doors lead home. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm very confused. So I was, who, who are my, wait, you know my parents? Who are my parents? I mean, of course, one of them was like a demon. Yes, child, I know your parents. Are they alive? Your parents are not alive, but as well. she flips over a card. Oh. And uh, she says, but you do have family here still. Wow. That's that's unexpected. You I'm have, very. You have an aunt, and you have three cousins. Oh, I hope they're having a good time while I was uh, dragging bodies around the hive. And you have a brother. Oh wow! Wouldn't he be like you know me? He is very special and dangerous, like you. Oh, is he here? She lifts up another card and says, yes. Ah, oh no. Oh gosh. It was so much better in Sigil. I just had to worry about about everything else other than family, the worst curse. I see rotten wooden heads. Sorry, let me phrase that. I see rotten wolf heads. Wolf heads? Yes. I do not know what they mean, but you will see them soon, and when you do, you will know your family is close. Oh. So my brother is here, and I'll find him when there's rotten wolf heads. I hold on to my little pet rat very tightly in my cloak. (laughs) 
She says, your friends are having a good time. Why don't you join them and come back when you want to know your fate? Oh, well, I want to know my fate. I want to know. Is inexorably bound to the fates of your friends. Okay. I guess. Well, I was just, I was just watching. I don't. (laughs) She says, Diaz, you want to know the future, no? Yes. I feel like I've seen my future. You've I'm gonna, already seen a glimpse of it, have you? I'm gonna rub Dieth on the back. I'm gonna go get everyone else. I'll be right back. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I very quickly than I've ever moved before so far in this yeah. entire time. Zoom out of the tent to go get everyone else. All right. While that's been happening, uh, Paulton and Evelyn, you've been dancing and capering around with the Vistani, who seem nothing but generous. They keep filling up your cup, Paulton. Woo! <laughs> I run up, I'm like shaking you. I run up and I'm shaking you, and I'm like extremely distraught, more than usual. Even, even when they're showing you the Batusi and all kinds of new moves that you didn't know before. And I'm just like, listen, you. Father, like, I know I'm I. Of, no, go ahead. I know I'm really afraid. I'm always afraid of everything. I understand that, but there is an old lady up there. There's an old lady up there who said that I have a brother, and that's really weird. And she knew my name. And she, no, you listen here. Every time we find nice people, you're no, just, no, oh no, no everything's no. awful. We gotta go. And we have this time. It really is awful. Just Why come with have this. Just come with me, please. Evelyn, Evelyn, help me. Evelyn, Evelyn, we need help. Evelyn, what? what? Someone in the tent is uh, making fun of Lathander. You need to take you need to take Paulton and take him She's to the tent lying. right now. No one would ever make fun They're of Lathander. They're making so much Everyone fun of Lathander. Please take him to the Let's tent. Let's all go together and we'll just be all straightened out. They had a drawing of Lathander and it had a big butt on it. No, it did not. You are lying. Let's over to the tent. Come on. Okay, now they're following me up to the tent. I grab the back of Paulton's shirt and I'm like, damn. It's like, <laughs> During this whole exchange, Irina and Ismark are just kind of standing awkwardly off to the side. You don't know what they were doing the whole time, but they weren't dancing, they weren't drinking. They just seemed to be watching with looks of horror. Who was doing this? Ismark and Irina. Uh. <laughs> but, you guys want to come too? Everyone's yeah, included. They look at each other like, oh, I think we made a mistake. I think we miscalculated. <laughs> Um, uh, but anyway, you, you're, you're sort of all dragged off toward the tent. Um, do they come when I invite them toward the tent? Uh, they do. They will follow you. And when cool. they get, when they get to the tent, uh, you hear a crackled voice from within saying, Nicole Yanoviches, do not come in here. Well, that's not very nice. Bless your heart. I'm sorry. You can just stay right here. We'll be right back. Uh, nothing to say to them. Well, that's not very inclusive of you, but all right. I understand. It's your house. Evelyn, stop stop rattling your bone box and just listen to the scary lady, please. Yeah. So you all see this uh, crone sitting behind this temple looking at a worn deck of cards. I was told by my friend Strix here that you were... No, 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 no. No, no, that's not what I... I just I was just to get you here. She's actually really nice. You lied to me? <laughs> of course I did. I was saying. I look very troubled by this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've, you've knocked e- Evie off her... Uh... See, see, this is why you don't trust the halfie. 
I kind of like lean on his shoulder sadly, just thinking. <laughs> you could have been out having a good time. I heard that. We were having a good time, weren't we? We were having a great time. And you know what? Great time's still out there. It, it is. I, but Strix, what what thing could make you feel like you needed to lie to us? I this, know that you would never do that out of. She the- knows your I, name. I'm just like, yeah. Knows whatever all. could make the demon girl want to lie? Weird. I'm only a little bit. I'll, oh. I, I'll chime in at this point. Evelyn Poulton, for once, we need to listen to Strix. I know she's neurotic and has a lot of anxiety, but for once, she's telling the truth. Now, more than ever, we need to listen. You say, you need to listen here. <laughs> I giggle, but I'm quiet. Uh, she looks at Strix and says, they don't even know your real name, do they? I mean, I, well, I don't know. I don't know my name, Madam. Madam Eva. She says, it is probably for the best. I do not use my true name. True name will give your enemies power, power that they should not have over you. Yeah, I agree. I'm aware that no one can have power over me because of the great power of Lathander, but I say it quietly. (laughs) But I'm like, wait, wait, real name? I'm interested now. What's going on? Madam Ava says, the Morning Lord brought you here to Evelyn. You are the key, my dear. I'm the key? Damn it. Hopefully to get us out of here. Quite the ray of light you are. <laughs> well, thank you. That's so, so nice of you to say. But, she uh, says, but I'm the it key. is a wonder that Strahd hasn't noticed you yet. Well, that is because I am a mere servant in the service of Lathander, and if he wills it, I will be of note, but if he does not, I will blend into the background of his holy righteousness. How are you so certain that he hasn't already? Right. Because he is fixated on another. Oh, no. Do, uh, do you, like, talk to Strahd? Who, who is he fixated on? She says. Is he on Diaz? No. She's standing outside the tent. I will answer your questions, but first, most importantly, do you want to know what is to come? <clears throat> well, who can really know what is to come? Our fates are not determined. Yes, they there we go. are. I don't know. I got <laughs> a pretty good idea. Well, I'm certainly interested in your theories. She says, I just want to know my name. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I kind of, yeah, it's interesting. If I can know my fate so that I have power to change it, I'll listen. That's, I agree. That's a good one. I want to take that and write it down and stuff it in my robe. You are very wise, Diath. She seems to uh, take a shine to Diath. I I was like, I thought she was talking to me when she said you were very wise, so I'm about to think. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like... <laughs> she says, "Let the cards guide your way, but as Diath says, your actions are your own." Uh, she lays out five cards and she lays them out in a cross shape, and then she lifts uh, one of the cards and uh, turns it over and says, this card tells of history. 
knowledge of the ancient will will help you better understand your enemy. And uh, at this point in time, I would like DF to reveal your <laughs> card. <laughs> Open up your envelope. <gasps> I've, I hope had, I've, I've had this, oh my God. <laughs> what, like a month, over a yes. month? Oh, I'm so gosh. jealous. Show, we, show opening the seal. It's yeah, like, so just to show that the wax seal is still on it, I have not broken the seal until now. Here we go. I'm so dead. I'm so dead. Sorry, he's adding to the... Oh, the castanets of clacking bone. All right. I'm so excited. Okay. Uh, my, I got the bishop. That's the eighth of glyphs. I'm sorry, the eight of glyphs. Yes. She, uh, when she flips that card over and gazes at it, she <clears throat> says, what you seek lies in a pile of treasure beyond the set of amber doors. Amber doors? Okay. It is a powerful artifact called the Tome of Strahd. And Strix, you know that tome is just a fancy highfalutin word for book. Yeah. She flips over the second card at the top of the cross. And uh, she says, this card tells of a powerful force for good and protection, a holy symbol of great hope. Strix, reveal your card. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I love hope. I love holiness. <laughs> yes. Go ahead, Evelyn. Show us your card. I'm so excited. I hope it's the ten of skulls. <laughs> ten of butts. I say a quick prayer to Lathander as I turn it over. Oh, it's sealed real good. <laughs> Struggle. Roll the one on letter opening. <laughs> Ooh. What's that the one? Ab abjurer. Ooh, okay. The four That's of stars. Cool. Four of stars. She says, I see a fallen house guarded by a great stone dragon. Whoa. Look. To the highest peak. All in house. I'm writing this down. I'm writing this down. <laughs> Guarded by a stone dragon. Okay, okay. All right. But what what is he guarding? Why do I need to go there? Do I need to go there? Find out next time. <laughs> she says. If you are going to defeat the devil, that might be wise. I would love to defeat the devil. Thank you so much. Bless your heart, <laughs> Madam Eva. 
She flips over the third card and says, This is a card of power and strength. It tells of a weapon of vengeance, a sword of sunlight. I like swords, too. I'll take that one. <laughs> All right. And uh, Strix. Huh. I huh. need you to show us your card. Oh. Sword. Let me open my lovely little wax seal. Oh. Ugh. I'm scared. Uh. Oh. Not the uh, the anarchist. Whoa! Ooh, the six of gold. So counterculture. All right. I'll trade you. <laughs> I see a wall of bones, a chandelier of bones, and a table of bones. All that remains of enemies long forgotten. That means I won, right? <laughs> or I have a really bad interior decorator. She says, that is where you will find the sword. Oh, bones. Sword of light. Mm-hmm. And the fourth card of the five, this is Paulton's card. She says... This card sheds light on one who will help you greatly in the battle against darkness. I poke my head into the tent. I'm sorry, I went back out to the party. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, card. Cool. Sure. All right. Um, All right. So, there we go. One who will help you greatly in the battle against darkness. That's me, maybe. You always have so far. Mists. Oh. All right. Oh, wait. You got the mists card. The queen or king of mists? I don't... It's got a crown symbol. Okay. Did I say one who would help you greatly? I meant something totally. Yes. No, this is good. A Vistana wanders this land alone, searching for her mentor. She does not stay in one place for long. Seek her out at St. Markovia's Abbey, near the mists. <laughs> is my actual response. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where can we find bones? I there's bones everywhere around here. Yeah. I pat uh Paulton on the shoulder. I'm like, you would make a great mentor. You should totally go looking for her. And, uh, and by mentor you mean other things. What kind of other things? Madam Ava Ava says, this woman will be very important to you, Paulton. Very important indeed. When she says that, I look kind of jealous and annoyed that she would be very important to Paulton. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. 
One card remains, she says. Oh, good. She sort of traces a finger over the last card, which I have the rest of the deck in front of me here. I will draw this randomly. Randomly? Randomly. Oh my goodness. And she says, Your enemy is a creature of darkness whose powers are beyond mortality. This card will lead you to him. Ooh. Oh, and it is the raven. Oh! Oh! I know that guy. Oh my, <laughs> my bird friend! <laughs> yes. Now. I'm just like, guys, we should have followed the raven the whole time. We tried. God. Good idea. Man. You guys are the worst. And uh, she interprets that to say, look to the mother's tomb. Uh, what, excuse me, I have a question. Which mother? The mother of evil. Oh. That is where you will face your final enemy. Hmm. Uh, do you know anything just offhand about the mother of evil or where she might be laid to rest? God, Lathander, bless her soul. Or if they're related to me. She says, the mother of evil lies under Castle Ravenloft. Oh. Well, that's great, because we got to go there anyway. She says. I had to make a stop. Be careful. Strahd is a very dangerous opponent. Wait until you have the power you need to defeat him. Well, I suppose that's good advice. Thank you. Although I do have the almighty power of Lathander behind me, so I cannot fail. She says, it has been many years since the light of the morning lord has shone here. Well, I feel that light right inside me, so maybe now is the day. <laughs> I want to find this sword and apparently my brother who might not be a nice person wait you have a brother that's what Madam Eva said that's why I was tricks. apparently I don't know if they have you know the but like I don't know I'm very I would confused. just love to meet him. I'm also very afraid. Well, where is he, Madam Ava? Uh, you can see that uh, she puts her cards away, and uh, she says, you will find him soon enough. <laughs> he is a very bad man. Oh, no. This is the last thing I needed. I'm just going to hide in my, in my rags now. I'm writing uh, Strix, brother, okay, bad man. He has not, you had you say, used his infernal gifts for good. Well, good thing that Strix here is as good as they come, and I give her a hug. <sighs> he is waiting for you. Go. Go to him now. Now? Like, right now? We 
have to go get Paulton's lady friend. Yeah, I'm all up for that. Let's let's do that one first. Let's not forget Gertruda. We made a promise. Who? Gertruda. <laughs> I remember Gertruda because it was weird. That's right. Remember, we had the crying lady and she had the little cute little doll and we told her we'd rescue her daughter who's probably with Strahd, who's probably in the castle. And there's all sorts of reasons we have to go to the castle. So probably we should go there. I don't know. This uh, this uh, this lady in the mist sounds uh, pretty important. And I mean, I don't know. It's not, nothing it's, specific to me. I just feel like <laughs> that should be addressed. You know, we should totally do that. If the lady can help us get... Strahd, we should go to the lady first. I think a few ways she could help oh, me. Oh, for fuck's sake, get out of my tent. Well, how about me? So, as we're exiting the tent, as we're exiting the tent, I, I stopped by the entryway and turned back to Madame Eva. Yes. One final question. Madame Eva, you're clearly well known in the ways of omens and foresight. Oh, yeah. One final question for you. Why would I see myself already deceased hanging from the gallows a short ways south from here? She says, This land is Strad's land. It is ancient and it is evil. It will do things to you. Turn you against each other. Turn you against yourselves. Be strong in the face of such evil or be consumed by it. Do not fear these ghosts and apparitions that cannot harm you. Fear the devil Strahd. Do not fight him before your time. That exit the tent. Can I? Can I? Before I go out, ask the madam a quick question. Is this where you vomit on our table? On the- Listen <laughs> 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 here, like, like madam. I very much thank you for being such a gracious host and uh, giving us such valuable information. So this um, this lady in the mist that I must seek out. She like a seven, eight, where we <laughs> And I grab Holden by the back of the car. Like, oh, okay, we're going. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I make like a is there a is there a holy symbol of Lathander like crossing myself kind of thing that I can do? Is it like mm-hmm. like if there's there's the sun and then there's the road leading to the sun? Is this yeah. like a symbol of Lathander or sure. something? I don't know. That sounds great. Okay. Yeah. Bless you and may the light of Lathander shine upon you. And then I walk away. I just, I just wave. Okay. She will wave back to you, Strix. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. You hustle outside into the, the, misty, the misty evening. And you can see the fire is even brighter now because the sky has darkened somewhat. The uh, rolling dark clouds overhead uh, bode ill. However, the Vistani around the camp are more than happy to put you up in their tents for the night if uh, you want somewhere safe. And Perfect. Yeah, happy to do so. That's going to be my next question. Uh, I saw they had some horses. Would they be willing to provide us a few? 
out of the goodness of their hearts, or perhaps a song and dance from the lovely Colton. You might be able to persuade them. If you want to persuade them like immediately, you can make your roll now, or you can try to you know get to know them a little better, maybe get them a little bit more inebriated. Maybe well, I try to persuade them now. All right. All right, make, cool. Make your persuasion check. Okay, so just to verify, I have uh, it's uh, it's uh, checked off on my sheet. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What's yeah. the total bonus I'm doing? Uh, let's see. It's my charisma plus the. Uh, it's yeah. It's uh, let's see. You've got a performance bonus of plus five, so you're adding five to your roll. Okay. Wait, am I doing performance or persuasion? Oh, I'm sorry, persuasion. Plus seven to your roll. Okay, cool. 24. Oh, nice. So good. Uh, I'm just like, hey, horses, let's make it happen. Yes, uh, the uh, Vistani aren't going anywhere anytime soon, uh, so they would be more than willing to let uh, uh, each pair of you essentially have a horse, so they'll give you three horses, one for Ismark and Arena, and two for you guys. Um, oh no. I call partners with Strix! No! <laughs> <laughs> um, and they ask if you would be so gracious as once you are, once you have finished with the horses, uh, and you, you told them that you're headed to Valaki, right? Yeah. Okay. Once you're finished with the horses, there is a Vistani camp outside of Valaki. If you would just leave the horses there, that would be much appreciated. Can certainly do that. Okay. Can do. Yeah, it's not right outside the town. It's sort of south in the woods a bit, but you can you can find it. They say close enough. Yes. All right. So let's let's get a nice good long rest. Okay. Uh, well, the the uh, Vistani aren't done partying. They're still pretty yeah. loud and boisterous Never. into the into the wee hours of the night. I'm just gonna kind of find a give me some water, just chill somewhere, and try to process the day. Yeah, I've I've had a, a large revelation going on, and I'm wondering why they would take a tiefling from here and take them to Sigil. It's like you know, out of the frying pan into the fire, right? Like that's a good question. You can make an insight check if you want to see if you oh, sort right. of piece that together in your brain. Okay. Oh, I got a sixteen. Oh wait, I got eight. Did not it? Hold on. Uh, okay, sixteen plus zero. Yeah, that's a good roll. Uh, as you're reflecting, much as Dieth is doing, about the, these recent revelations, um, a couple things do spring to mind. One, the Vistani do seem to be travelers, so they seem to get around a lot. Um, there's something mystical or magical about them and how they travel that suggests it wouldn't be beyond the reason that they could reach Sigil. And then it sort of dawns on you that Sigil, for all of its danger and precariousness and, and philosophical divides, is a pretty accepting place of weirdos. Um, it's like a it's like a hub for weirdos. Um, nobody would even blink at a tiefling there when you've got things like the Dabu and the Mercanes and the Devils and everything else parading around the city openly. A uh, tiefling would actually seem pretty tame. Um, so uh, you sort of figure that they probably got you at a situation where they knew you would be murdered and put you in a place where you at least had a chance of surviving, if not thriving. That's, that's fair. You've yeah. certainly done one of those things. Surviving. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I'll have you know her apparel is the latest fashion in Sigil. 
It's true. Everyone looks like that. Right. Yes. <laughs> we all just wear rags. It's yeah. just, you know, we just go and buy rags from stores, just staple them to ourselves. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, so DF is sort of off with some water and reflecting, and, and obviously Strix is caught up in her own little world at the moment, too. Uh, Evelyn? I try to, to dance more because I, like, really want to be included, and I want Paulton to think I'm cool. Yeah. Um, and I try to play along with my pan flute a little bit, but, like, I'm obviously fading. Like, I'm starting to fall asleep. <laughs> all and so, finally, I, I say, I'll be right back, but I end up going and falling asleep in a tent. Okay. <laughs> and have you, have you attempted to heal your own wounds at this point, or are you still kind of all scratched up? I'm all scratched up, but if we're going to take a long rest, I should be fine after I wake up, right? Uh, yeah, you'll definitely get some points back after you've taken a long rest. So, okay. And Paulton, these yes. guys, these guys around the fire, man, they could they could go on for days. Don't let them show you up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, listen. You've made great friends with Laszlo and Harkis and Mathilda and Drasha. Uh, Haslo, Marcus, Matilda, listen, you're all great friends, and I love and respect all of you. You especially, I point at one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Dargos is like... (gasps) (laughs) But um, I must take my rest now. It's been a long day. It's been a long day of party. We'll continue festivities tomorrow, maybe. I don't know. No promises. Good night, folks. All right. And you just sort of pass out in somebody's tent. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just, just then and there. Just like, all right, good night. <laughs> Thump. <laughs> all right. Uh, while whilst you uh, are off, um, just sort of thinking and contemplating, Diath and Strix, uh, you can see a couple of the Vistani begin to reminisce about that wizard who came through. I listen intently while doing that thing where like. When everyone's no one's looking, I move my chair just a little bit closer. <laughs> I will also listen and just kind of like move the my large head of hair away from my ear. <laughs> All right. And my hood. Just so they can't see that it's like a little pointy. Cover that up. Even though they're probably used to it. It's a nervous tick. Okay, you two can both make insight checks. Insight? Mm-hmm. Okay, Or wisdom if you don't have the insight skill. Hey, 21. Wow. Oh, I got a, uh, I got a three, so okay. not listening real hard. Uh, Diath, you get the impression that um, this conversation, while seeming to happen among the Vistani, is uh, actually being directed at you guys. They're doing it deliberately to try to lure you in. I will be lured. <laughs> no, maybe. I guess um, I'll just follow. Okay. Sure. Wait, can I tell they were, if they were speaking of Escher or the wizard before? Uh, they're not speaking of uh, Escher at all. Not, not Escher, the, the, the first wizard. Okay. All right, yeah, I, I will join this conversation and listen to what they have to say. All right. Because clearly they want me to know this information for reasons. 
Yes, the uh, the one who seems to be uh, sort of luring you in or baiting you to hear the story is a Vistani man who hasn't been doing quite... He's been holding his uh, wine at this stage. Uh, his name is Torva. Torva? Torva. Okay. He seems to be a, a likable, uh, very um, heavy-set, older Vistani traveler. And he says, a mighty wizard came to this land over a year ago. I remember him like it was yesterday. He stood exactly where you're sitting. A very charismatic man he was. He thought he could rally the people of Barovia against the Devil's Throat. He stirred them with thoughts of revolt and bore them to the castle en masse. When the vampire appeared, the wizard's peasant army fled in terror. A few stood their ground and were never seen again. The wizard and the vampire cast spells at each other. Then their battle flew from the courtyard of Ravenloft to a precipice overlooking the falls. I saw the battle with my own eyes. Thunder shook the mountainside, and great rocks tumbled down upon the wizard. Yet by his magic he survived. Lightning from the heavens struck the wizard, and again he stood his ground. But when the devil Strahd fell upon him, the wizard's magic couldn't save him. I saw him thrown a thousand feet to his death. I climbed down to the river to search for the wizard's body, to see if, you know, he had anything of value, but the river Ivlis had already spirited him away. And you then he takes a big swig of wine. Yeah. You knew him personally? Mm, we got along well. Would you happen to know his name? Mm. The, the, the wine has stolen it from me. <clears throat> if you didn't find his body, couldn't that mean he survived? Maybe. Maybe. Wizards is, have a lot of tricks. Maybe he is haunting these woods and watching us right now. Invisible. Maybe that's him standing right behind you, eh? <laughs> I don't look. I look frantically. <laughs> so you were there the night of the battle. Were you part of the wizard's army? No, no. I will not be drawn into a conflict with the devil. When you say devil, do you mean like literally? Like he is an actual, like actual devil? Or I'm sure it's a figure of speech tricks. He's I'm starting to think it's not. Look, we already know he's a vampire, so well, hand to hand, he has devilish actions. He's a vampire. Torva seems momentarily surprised, and then his surprise gives way to laughter. I <laughs> <laughs> ah, gotcha. <laughs> oh man. Uh. Where, dude, uh, maybe we says, should keep the devil looking for the wizard. Takes many forms. Strahd Did, takes many forms. 
Did the wizard have a bird? A bird? A crow or a raven. I think it was a crow. Uh, you see uh, the Vistani sort of all crinkle their nose um, kind of at once. And uh, he says, Ravens, they carry lost souls with them. So killing one is bad luck, but they don't, uh, they don't associate with other people or creatures or beings here. They are off on their own. But, but... Best avoid them. What if they're, what if they're nice? (laughs) A nice bird? Yeah, a nice raven. I guess it's possible. I've never seen one. You see, this uh, this battle took place. Would it take place exactly? He says he basically uh, says it was over a year ago, and it took place. It uh, the wizard led the pe- the peasants to Castle Ravenloft, and then right. uh, the fight went from there to the cliffs over the Sarah Falls. Uh, that the falls basically spill down into a river that funnels into this quiet lake that you're camped next to. So, oh, big waterfall battle. Okay. Strahd, and uh, he basically tells you that Strahd brought the full force of his entire domain down upon the wizard. It took pretty much everything to to cast the wizard down. This wizard was a badass. Forgive him that. Uh, the, the Vistani know that he did come from a faraway plane. He's not from around okay. here. Another world, they say. Hmm. So this this lake that we're at here now, yeah, her goes up to the Sarah Falls, which is nearby to Ravenloft. Right. And actually, uh, um, uh, they'll tell you that the the road up through the mountains will lead you past Sir Falls. You'll see it on your way to Valakai, probably in the morning, assuming you survive. Assuming we all survive. We'll survive. Mm-hmm. I like your optimism. We try. Um, so uh, they do regale you with some other information since you are asking a lot of questions, Strix, about mm-hmm. Strahd and whether he's a devil or not. Uh, they do tell you one Strahd comes from a royal, bud, sorry, royal bloodline. He died centuries ago, yet endures as one of the undead feasting on the blood of living Barovians. Uh, that is really why they call him the devil. Uh, Strahd has taken many consorts, um, but has known only one true love, a Barovian peasant girl named Tatiana. Uh, no one around the camp seems to know whatever became of her, but she would be long dead now. Uh, the other thing, um, well, you haven't talked to them about your card reading, so I won't go into that, but um, you know that they tell you that Strahd conquered this land centuries ago um, and named it after his father, King Barov. The Barovians are simple, frightened people, say the Vistani. One of the Vistani women, Grilka, says, um, some of the Barovians have old souls, but many have none. She tells you that the soulless ones are easy to spot, for they know nothing but fear, 
They have no charm, no hope, no spark. And they don't usually cry. Like that bartender. Yes, exactly. Is there a way to fix those people? They are soulless. There's nothing to fix. Oh, well, it's just like fixing things. Um, they say, if you're going to travel the old Svalich world, um, which passes through Stad's domain, uh, you will get to Valaki Val- Val- will be your next settlement. It's the next uh, bead on the string, as it were. Um, and it's in the heart of the Balanok Valley. Uh, you'll pass by an old windmill on the road between uh, here and the town of Alaki, and they, the Dastani warn you it should be avoided at all costs. Why should we avoid the windmill? What's there? Uh, To this point, the Vistani refuse to say anything else about that. They They won't speak of it at all. They say, stick with the road. Don't talk to wild druids, wayward ghosts, and packs of wolves or werewolves that haunt the woods. Got it. And after that charming conversation, um, you all sort of nod off one by one. The Vistani eventually collapse into sleeping piles. Uh, <laughs> nice. Cuddle pile. Cuddle pile. <laughs> exactly. Um, a few, uh, you see some that you never saw before who were sleeping in the wagons sort of come out and occasionally go off into the woods to do some quick business before going back to bed. Um, but they certainly seem like the friendliest, most lively people you've met since you come here. Their clothes, unlike those of the Barovians, seem to have a lot more color in them and they have a lot more charm to them. Uh, and then morning comes. It is a quiet night. You are not disturbed in the least. And Evelyn, you are able to gain the benefits of a long rest. <gasps> I wake up like Snow White. And it's raining. Yay! The rain just nourishes all the plants. So do we all get the long rest benefits for the record? Yes. We all get a spell slots and everything back. That's well, correct. You said I feel completely rested and everything's wonderful, 100% fine, right? Uh, as fine as it could be, given that these are sort of uh, dire situation that you find yourself in, trapped in this realm as you are. But I feel 100% healthy. Yes. Awesome. Lysander healed you. <laughs> You're so right. Bless your heart. And thank you for that lovely instruction. For Lysander speaks to us in many ways, and today he spoke to me through you. Great. Way too early for light god talk. <laughs> <laughs> It is always too early for that. Oh, do you have a headache? I say really loudly at him. Please stop yelling. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, All right. The Vistani in the morning, uh, the the ones who uh, are, are sort of up early, have three horses ready for you to go at any time. They're all saddled and whatnot. Excellent. Like I said, each horse can take two of you. Uh, what do the horses look like? Uh, they look... Uh, Equine with four legs. <laughs> no, and don't. I mean, like, is there is there like a Palomino one? Are they all oh. brown? Uh. That that's a fair question. The Vistani have a colorful array of horses. So, uh, I but the ones that they have prepared for you are uh, sort of dark colors: black, um, gray, 
and uh, a uh, sort of a dark chestnut brown. And that's so you you don't call too much attention to yourselves. Oh, uh, I I run up to them and I'm really excited and I look between each one and I say, Strix, let's take the chestnut one. Look how pretty it is. <laughs> no, Just don't, like, I don't care. Don't get it. I chance. know you. These aren't ours. Not with that attitude. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what should we name it, Strix? What should we name it? <laughs> I don't care. Already, no, we can't. We can't call it. Has, I don't care. It already has a name. Oh, what is its name? Valentina. <gasps> Valentina. <laughs> I love it already. <laughs> I'm like kissing her face. And stuff. <laughs> All right, let's up and move out. We've already. All right, I get, I get on the back even before Evelyn gets on. I just get on the back yeah. automatically and just look sad. Okay. <laughs> well, bless moth. your heart. You let me drop. Thank you. You're just a moth-eaten heap of sadness on the back of this horse right <laughs> just now. Sitting there like this is like. Mm. I'm going to imagine Ismark and Arena are going to want to saddle together. Because mm. they're. Yes. They're safe. Yep. Me and Dieth. What up, dude? I'm like Dieth, you uh. You more of a steer kind of guy? <laughs> I'm always up for whatever you're up for, buddy. <laughs> we can switch positions, see which one feels right. <laughs> I like it. Excellent. All right, uh, so you saddle up and the Vistani build you, bid you safe travels to Valaki. Uh, they tell you that uh, it is... Oh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's about a winding, you say, maybe eight mile, seven and a half mile uh, trail. So since it's up through the mountains, it will take you a good while, but you should reach Velaki before nightfall, and that's the important thing. All right. If you guys see a windmill, we're going past it. Cool. You say, you say that now. Why? What, why would we go past a windmill? They told us to go past it. Because they're dumb and boring and we should listen to people. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. If you go past the windmill because this says if you go to the windmill, you're going to die. Guys. Hear me out. <laughs> what was I that voice? You should check out a windmill. I mean, I like windmills. Right? Great for the economy, you know, environment, whatever it is they do. Let's do it. I mean, I was looking at my notes. I, I wrote down everything your card said. I don't see anything about windmill. I mean, oh, I weird. I'm stealing. I drew it next to this big dragon, which nice. means it's a bad thing. So you know. Oh I'm, well, if your notes say there it is, that's fine. I'll. I'll that's, it says don't. Oh, weird. I'm steering. We're going past the windmill. Oh, oh no. Because <laughs> oh, I'm I'm checking my notes right now. And clearly, I feel like we were meant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys think we're under some sort of curse while all of our memories are different about the same event? I, I mean, yes, I genuinely believe there is some curse. I saw myself dead. Oh, we're, we're 100% cursed. So. Uh, how about if you're not supposed to go to the windmill, so we can just hang back. Are we going to the windmill? I no. mean, Colton wants I to go to the windmill. He can go. Oh, hold on, hold on. We are, we're a party. We're a group. We're friends here. I'm not going alone. Look, maybe, Paulton, you and I, after we're done rescuing Gertruda and defeating the Devil's Strahd, you and I could just plan a trip back to the windmill. We could have a little vacation. We could just come back and, and check out the windmill together. 
All right. Awesome. All right, let's go past the windmill for now. We'll just put that on there. I'll just make a note later. We go back. I'd like to think we argued about this so on much. The way. <laughs> on the yeah, way. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes. Yeah, so um, you head back the way you came until you get to the intersection with the gallows and the small graveyard. You don't see any corpses swinging on the old gallows this time. Oh, that's uh, good. And you head up the southwest trail, which takes you up into the mountains. It wends through some more of the woods, switches back on itself numerous times. You seem to be gaining altitude consistently. The uh, horses are taking their time so that they don't slip uh, and end up dropping you into a ditch somewhere. Um, and as you follow the river uh, to... Or sorry. Uh, skipping ahead here. Uh, you follow the muddy road as it clings to the side of a mountain and ends before an arching bridge of mold-encrusted stone that spans a natural chasm. Gargoyles cloaked in black moss perch on the corners of the bridge, their frowns weather-worn. On the mountainous side of the bridge, a waterfall spills into a misty pool nearly a thousand feet below. The pool feeds a river that meanders into the fog-shrouded pines that blanket the valley below. Um, so you have you have climbed about a thousand feet above the the river at this point, and are now looking. Uh, when you look to your left, you can see the Great Sur Falls plunging, uh, the loud roar of the water striking um, the ground far below. I hear it, and I say, if you listen carefully, you can hear all the music of the lie. <sighs> It's just raining on you right now. <laughs> Water is pouring down Evie's face as she says it. Um, it's, that wizard uh, fell a long way. Yes, he did. And these, uh, these gargoyles that seem perched on the corners of the bridge don't look anything other than ordinary. And like I said, they're pretty worn and just covered with a natural blanket of moss. That's good. That means they haven't moved in a while, so we don't need to worry about that. So it would seem. Uh, do you intend to cross the bridge? Uh, doesn't seem like we have a choice. I mean, there's no, no other real way for us to. No, uh, there, there, this is a this is a very unforgiving trail that doesn't allow much license to go really beyond it, uh, without yeah. either dropping off a cliff or um, being confronted with a, a rather daunting climb. Yeah, yeah. Time to cross the bridge. All right. Woo. Uh, you are able to do so without incident, and you leave the roaring falls behind you. The path continues to meander through the rocky mountains and comes to another junction. Uh, this junction... Uh, even here, the forest and the fog is inescapable. Ahead, where the road splits in two, uh, you can see there are patches of cobblestone, suggesting that at least part of this section of the road used to actually be cobbled. Um, there are two directions you can go apart from going back the way you came. One is to the east and one is to the north. The north one seems to lead, you can see it through the mist, to another wall with a gate in it, similar to the one that you came through when you first entered Straw's domain. A gated barrier. Uh, the east one where the cobblestones are most visible and become most like a road, seems to just head off into the mist, as far as you can see. And Ismark looks around, and Irina look around, and Irina points to the east 
and says, Castle Ravenloft is that way. I don't think we're ready to go that way just yet. Right, which means we're going that way. Yes. Yeah. All right. Your horses come to, as I said, this big wall. In fact, I'm going to hold up a little picture of it here. Oh. Let's hmm. see if I can. There you go. Wolf. There's us on our tiny horse. Yeah. Um, and uh, there is a large rusted metal set of gates. Uh, they are currently closed. Do I see a padlock or anything on them? No. Okay. I'll open them. Are you going to dismount or just try to do it from the horse? I'll dismount and just walk up. Uh, the rest of you are going to hang back? I'll walk up too. Let's see if there's I can see any magic going on. Or at least help out. I just want to you that I still have the dungeon delver feet going, which means that I can actively look for traps. Okay. And uh, how about you, Evelyn? I stay on Valentina, but I come toward the gate. Okay. I was just happy to get off Valentina. <laughs> and how about you, Paulton? Um, if they're looking around and investigating stuff, would any kind of would bardic inspiration be of any help? Yeah, that would certainly help them. Okay. And you could give them an extra die on their, uh, what is it, a d6 added to their uh, checks to search for traps or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, did you want to go up with them or do you want to stay on your horse? Um, how far ahead are they going? Oh, you probably stopped your horses maybe about 30 feet away. They're going to have to get up right next to the gate. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think the range is 60 feet. So I'm going to go ahead. I'll walk up another like 10, 15 or so, keep a little distance and play them a little song to, to help motivate them. Now, sorry, did you say you're on the horse or you're dismounting? I'm on the horse. Okay, great. This is my looking song. <laughs> all right. Uh, you yeah. find all the things. Yes. Um, as uh, you can hear Paulton begin to play, and so that just sort of preps you or sakes you to get, you know, your uh, skill skills yeah. going. Um, yeah. But when you get within 10 feet of the gates, they open on their own. And they swing inward toward you um, yeah. and, and are actually in danger of hitting you at that distance. Um, but you can step back if you want. Okay. Stepping back. <laughs> as they swing open, they squeal just absolutely insanely loudly. Uh, it's so loud that it startles and spooks your horses. I would like Paulton to make an animal handling check, and I'd like Evelyn to make an animal handling check. Come on, big money, big money. And I'll do the same thing uh, for Ismark. 14. Well done. 13. All right. Uh, all three horses rear up, and all three riders are able to maintain control of them and not be thrown. Oh, thank God. I'm petting. It's okay, Valentina. It's okay. I'm just, I'm just leaning into my horse like, dude, stop. <laughs> all right. And you're able to uh, mount up, uh, hop on the horses, and ride past the gate without incident. And as you leave it behind you in the mist, you hear the gates close. You know, what's up with these gates that just close behind us? That's not very welcoming. Look, I should assume at this point, every gate we come across is going to open and close a sentence. Yep. That's what gates do. 
I mean, they're they, all little gate personalities, just being sassy gates. It's just a gate within a gate. We came in a gate. We're going in another gate. When do we go out a gate? You One have, day. I have just gone out a gate. Who yeah, knows? Think about that. Maybe we well, are leaving. It's all the, about it, perception. I mean, if the gates did open in towards me, that's usually like, because the moment you enter a place, you open the doors towards you, right? Or no? Doors typically open anywhere. Either way, I guess. But anyway, as you're riding and contemplating the the you know the philosophy of doors and gates, <laughs> uh, you notice you be, you almost forget or or lose track of the fact that you're starting to go down again. Like you've you've sort of reached the summit of the mountain, and now you're heading back down the other side. And you make your way through some woods and along some clefts and, and through some canyons, and then you see an entire misty valley open up before you, uh, far below still hundreds of feet below, but you can see these pine trees poking up through the mist, and you can see rain falling down upon everything. And then there is a split in the road, one that continues down the mountainside, and another, another, that goes to page, or sorry, that goes to chapter six. Um, <coughs> uh, uh, one, like I said, one goes down into the fog-filled valley, and then you see the branch, Leads, to a, leads west to a promontory, atop which is perched a dilapidated stone windmill, its warped wooden veins stripped bare. Another windmill! Maybe that is the windmill. No, this would there is to be no windmill. windmill. There is no windmill. I don't know. I'm not seeing a windmill right now. I see I, a windmill. Make perception checks. <laughs> I can see a windmill. Ooh. I have 20. Nice. 18. Well done. 15. We're very perceptive right now. So perceptive. We're just wow. ready to have the hammer fall on us. That's why. <laughs> yeah, he looks very gleeful. This isn't a good sign. Six. Oh. <laughs> You're still hungover. Everybody yeah, but no, Paulton. Windmill. Everybody but Paulton can see a crow land <gasps> on the windmill. Look! It's our friend the crow. He wants us to go to the windmill. Where are we supposed to follow? We were supposed to follow the raven. I think it said in my notes somewhere, you know, something about the raven leading us. The raven will lead you to your enemy. Look to the mother of evil's tomb. I I don't think we're ready to totally face our enemy yet, but I don't think that's a tomb. That's just a windmill. And that's where we'll stop for tonight. <laughs> Whoa! That's good. Just the windmill. <laughs> if we played any more, it would just be us arguing about the windmill for 15 minutes. <laughs> you know, the little, uh, like, waffle cookies that we have here at work have a windmill on the package. So oh, no, it's a sign. Thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, so um, thanks thanks again for a successful episode three. Uh, before we log off, is there, do uh, you guys want to promote any of your own streams? Please? Sure. Uh, I, I stream sometimes. Go to twitch.tv slash projared. I've been doing a lot of Stardew Valley. And me too. <laughs> my own D&D campaign on there. Yeah, same with me on Commander Holly on Twitch. I also stream a lot of Stardew Valley. Though I did do a little section where I showed everyone my Planescape books and that everyone enjoyed oh, that. So awesome. if wants to see my, my Planescape collection, I have, I have a bunch of stuff. Some of it even has people with rollerblades on it. That's pretty great. <laughs> 
Um, we have Miss Clicks D&D, which is another Dungeons & Dragons live stream show, which is second edition, with a little bit of homebrew, um, directly after the show on twitch.tv slash misclicks. Um, we have a big show tonight with big changes. I'm just looking at the chat and seeing that there's maybe some delays, but follow misclicks, M-I-S-S-C-L-I-K-S, and you'll be notified when we come live. All right. Uh, and I have a couple of just closing announcements uh, from the Dark Lords here at Wizards of the Coast. Um, follow us on Twitch if you're not already and encourage your friends to catch up on the latest episodes on YouTube. Yay, YouTube! Yay! Uh, I'm to notify you that Acquisitions Incorporated will be returning in a month at PAX East this year. The event will be streamed and added to our official D&D podcast. And cool. if you like the stream, consider contributing to Extra Life to help toward our team goal. Thank you. That's all the announcements I have. Uh, so, um, we got 10 minutes. Anna, you've got another thing coming up. Mm-hmm. 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 So. Thanks for watching Waffles Forever. Yes. <laughs> the Waffle Cruise is another episode. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. So, do you guys have any, just uh, just to tease a little bit, uh, show of hands those who are trending to, or, or thinking maybe the windmill is a good idea to explore. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think like Evelyn was sleeping during a lot of the conversation uh-huh. so she's kind of like the only thing she has in mind is going to the castle and fighting Strahd but she totally does understand the like don't fight till we're ready thing so she's kind of just like following along with the rest of the crew but kind of down for anything so and she does recognize the raven so she's like raven we're supposed to go there we were told that he wasn't good though so i mean i feel like strix is on the fence right now she could go either way she likes the raven just because she thinks he's cool and might have something to do with the wizard but um but yeah she's not sure she doesn't want her friends to get hurt obviously and she's afraid of everything anyway so that's always a hard no most of the time <laughs> Uh, Paulton was told that there's a lady looking for him, so he's like, that one. Do that. <laughs> Great. I saw myself dead. Yeah. So. <laughs> so we're all having a good day. Yeah. Hopefully it is not an omen. All right. Well, uh, let's see. That's a wrap then. Hey. We got to open our things up. I was so excited. I know that yes. was amazing. I'm People so were glad we... in the chat which ones we had. I'm, so. a, I'm a little freaked out about Strix's past now too. I can't wait to find out more. Mm-hmm. But I keep this forever. Yeah, it's true. You guys want to show again what we had because people oh. were trying to review in chat. Oh yeah, one's the anarchist. I am the bishop. Yay! Were these yeah. actually randomly selected for us, or yeah, they were. Okay, yeah. Mine looks so cool. She's going like this. <laughs> Maybe that should be the symbol of Lathander. <laughs> the better symbol, like hand hand gesture. So are ravens friendly or are they unfriendly? We will find out next week. Oh. Find out next week with our heroes. Next. <laughs> will they go to the windmill? Tune in next week to find out. Exactly. These answers and more. <laughs> will Strix cry under a table? Yes. <laughs> Spoilers. All right, well, I'll see anyone who wants to come on misclicks, twitch.tv slash misclicks. All right, later, gators. Bye, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. 
For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.